This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to Enterprise BizBytes. My name is Rich Bradbury. Today I'm joined in the studio by... Arvind Raj. And Audrey Raj. We have something from uh, Sheila Singham, actually. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, what was this about? Yeah, so following the news of uh, Datuk Sri Najib's arrest, uh, I quickly caught up with our NLP specialist, uh, Sheila Singham. She's also the founder of Human Equation. I spoke to her about Najib Razak's uh, fall from grace, from uh, the historic Barisan Nasional loss in the recent general elections to his arrest yesterday. What exactly were Malaysians looking for in our leader? So here, Sheila breaks down the five things Malaysians needed in Najib Raza. I think the first thing, Audrey, is that uh, Malaysians want to be able to trust their leaders. There's been such an erosion of trust in the past uh, so many years that uh, people are just, you know, they, they just will not tolerate um, a lack of trust anymore. So when, what does it mean to be able to trust their leaders? They want leaders who are transparent. Mm. I mean, if the economy is down and things are going on badly, then... Say it as it is, you know, don't kind of mask it and cover it and sugarcoat things, right? Mm. They want leaders who are honest, who operate with integrity, who are congruent, meaning that you say what you say you will do, you do what you say you will do. Yeah. And also, you know, to tell us the truth when it hurts. So that's number one. I mean, trust is actually becoming an increasingly important commodity with many people today. Yeah? Mm. So trust is important. The second thing is that Malaysians would want to see strong values in their leadership. Mm. Okay? And these values should actually be drawn, also be aligned with the values of the people. Mm. Now, Malaysia was established on some very sound values. And I remember, Audrey, as a young girl in school, reciting the Rukun Negara, and that was just so entrenched in the values of this country. And we were yeah. with the foundation. We were founded on such strong values. What happened to those? We want to see a return to those values. Mm. Okay? So it, it's what the values the people hold dear, not do what you want to do. Ask the people what's important to them and then formulate a philosophy. Um, and that, that's what co-creation is all about, asking the Rakyat what they want, what they believe in, and then forming a philosophy that will drive the nation. Right. Okay? The next thing I think that Malaysians want from their leaders is to have a servant leadership mentality. Mm. Okay? Now, it was Abraham Lincoln who said that, um, you know, it should, democracy it should be the government of the people, by the people, for the people. Now, I think very importantly, many people, many governments have forgotten that it has to be, they have to be operating for the people. Mm. They've got to come down to the grassroots and serve the people, not use the people to elevate themselves, you know, and then sit in an ivory tower and use the people to enrich themselves and make themselves more powerful. Servant yeah. leadership is a concept. I mean, um, um, Simon Sinek wrote about it in his book, Leaders Should Eat Last. Yes, yes. You know, in, in, the, in, in, the, in the Navy, right, and when you have a ship, if the ship is sinking, the last person to leave should be the captain. Yeah. Yeah, but, exactly. you know, in many cases, you find a captain, uh, you know, just sacrifices everybody else mm. uh, and then escapes. If that kind of leadership, then, you know, that that is totally, totally operating against uh, any sort of moral principles, yeah? Mm. Another thing that um, I think Malaysians want today from their leaders is to listen to feedback. Don't surround yourself with yes, yes, people who will just tell you what 
you want to hear like the emperor and the emperor's new clothes, you know. Mm, and mm. don't just and and surround yourself with people of integrity and competency. Now, even if they don't have that much competency, is okay. They can be trained. They can. They should be smart enough to learn. I mean, like our um, prime minister now is a man is a medical doctor, and then he has gone into finance and economics and so many, you know, foreign affairs and all that. He's just such an intelligent man who's, who's read so widely to make himself relevant. Yeah. Now, people may say he's 93. My God, he's got the mindset, he's got the relevance, of, and he's even as relevant to a 22-year-old as he is to an 80-year-old. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, surround yourself as a leader. Don't surround yourself with the people who will just pander to you and flatter. And also, in this day and age with social media, it's really not difficult to understand what the people want. Exactly. So surround yourself, you know, your 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 cabinet, the people around you, the leaders, the in you know, the second tier of leaders after you surround yourself with brave people who will car- have the courage to tell you when you're wrong and never never uh no make, never sort of take it out on them. So there should be no repercussions to speaking out the truth to the leader if he's in the wrong. Right. And I think the final thing that I would say is um, we, our leaders need to have well-thought-out policies and not knee-jerk reactions and implement laws and all that that will just protect the leader and his cohorts, yeah. you know, yeah. or any one segment of society at the expense of others. I mean, all this fake law and all this sort of thing, it's just there to protect some people, you know, and it, it, it's laughable. You know, at the end of the day, when they do things like this, uh, it just makes us become the laughing stock in the world. Mm. So these are the things, uh, the five things that I think that uh, Malaysians today, I mean, this is what I want to see for my leadership. I want them to be relevant. I want them to know what the people want, and I want them to serve the people, not serve themselves, and, you know, begin to think that they are an authority unto themselves and do whatever they want. We're tired of that. And and just before we go, Sheila, um is there reprieve in this situation? Will owning up to uh, your mistakes help uh, in the situation? You know, owning up to your mistakes is always a first step in reconciliation and forgiveness. Mm. People are so angry in this country towards, um, you know, the, the previous leadership because of what they've done, the corruption and so on, right? So I think that instead of just trying to just gloss it over and say, oh, I didn't know anything and I didn't do anything, just own up, man up to whatever has happened. So so much of gross corruption has happened that nobody could have been totally ignorant of it, seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think at least you will win some sort of empathy from people, some sort of sympathy from people if you just stood up and say, yeah, I was wrong. I mean, like... That, I think, was the turning point for Tun Mahathir. Exactly, he stood up yes. And yes. he said, okay, I made some mistakes in my past. I'm really sorry about it. And you know what? People just went overboard and said, okay, we forgive you. We're accepting you back again because we know that you can make the change. That's mm. it. There you go. That was Sheila Singham, the founder of Human Equations. She was speaking about her five things Malaysians needed in uh, Najib Razak. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.